How we doing, guys? Welcome to a new episode of the Big D Podcast. I am Alex, and I have the Big D himself, Dylan, with me. What's up, buddy? Uh, not much. How about you, Alex? Uh, you ready for Turkey Day tomorrow? I am very ready. I uh, ready to get stuffed with stuffing, mashed potatoes, turkey, all the fun stuff. What about you? Do you have any plans? Yep, my plans include uh, running a... 5K in a Cero and uh, watching some football. Well, instead of watching three games, there'd be two games. But before that, uh, we must mourn the loss of a football and legend. Absolutely. Diego Maradona, unfortunately, passed away today, 60 years old. Man, I mean, many believe he's the, what, number two best soccer player in the history of the sport behind Pele. You know, it's up for our it's up for a debate now. Cristiano and uh, Lionel Messi are reaching that pinnacle. I think a lot of people uh, might agree with me on that. Uh, where, where do you rank? Do you where do you rank Maradona all time? Do you I have him up there, top two, or he's definitely in the goat cat. He's definitely in the goat conversation. I mean, I mean, even though most people remember him for his uh, hand of God moment in '86. That, I mean, what he did for, for Argentina in that World Cup was stupendous. I can remember that pass he did against uh, West Germany like it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, uh, he definitely transformed football, uh, soccer in Argentina for sure. I mean, when you think of Argentina soccer now, I mean, you think about the Di Marias, the Agueros, obviously Lionel Messi, but – they wouldn't be to the point I don't think they are now because Argentina has become one of the world-class nations in in, in world football. I mean, without Maradona in that World Cup, hand of God or not, I mean, he still still turned that – I mean, almost – I don't want to say single-handedly. They had a lot of really good players back then that won a World Cup. But, I mean, without him, who knows where where Argentina would be in in the world football scape right now so I mean it's it is very unfortunate you know he's I mean anytime anytime you lose and six year old six years old is not I mean not that old I know he uh had a uh, very colorful lifestyle so uh sometimes that you know can cause an effect on on things but you know I mean just as far as the pure sport goes I mean People for the longest time up until Ronaldo and Messi came along. I mean, it was Pele, Maradona. Every, everyone had one and two, one A, one B, and you know, anytime a legend of any sport or really, I mean, we just had Alex Trebek pass away the other day. He's a legend in, in the TV world. I mean, you know, the whole world mourns, and and it is definitely a a sad day for for soccer fans everywhere. Yeah, it seems like the 2020 could surprise us it's done so in whatever way possible i mean look at all the people we've lost in the last few months i mean van halen alex Tebek. yeah i mean um a lot of different musicians yeah. a lot of different rappers died this year uh, i mean yeah it's 2020 I mean, and we're not even talking about COVID when we're talking about how many people have died this year and, and notable deaths and just deaths around the world. Like, it's 2020 has been rough, man. And, uh, but, you know, it, it, he, it's hard not to say he didn't live a good life. That's for sure. I mean, 
the man was on top of a sport for years. And I mean, he's a, he's a hero in Napoli. He's a hero, obviously in Argentina. I mean, he, he made a lot of people's lives better and uh, just by being able to watch him play. And that, that's a great gift you can give the world. So, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely going to mourn over him for a little bit for a long time. And uh, I think so. Argentina is even uh, the Argentina, time president said that Maradona will get a three days of mourning. Wow, yeah. I, I heard something that Napoli was uh, mulling over the idea of naming their stadium after him. So, uh, like, what, a- uh, like what Ajax did with uh, Johan Cruyff, right? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, he, he, he's an icon and he's a hero to a lot of people. And um, his, his career was one of the best there is and you know it's it, it's unfortunate we have to reminisce on it in in the past tense but he um he was definitely he definitely touched a lot of people and he definitely affected a lot of people's lives in the better you know the english might not have liked him for for a couple of years after his hand of god but you know i think they respected him at the very end of the day at least at least for his skill cuz whether whether you, you lost respect for him for that play or not. I mean, you have to at least respect the, the absolute talent that he was. And there's no, there's no one in the world who can, who can question his talent, that's for sure. Is it quite fitting the handball wall is now the biggest controversy in world football? Yeah. Well, if they had VAR in 66, you know, the English would be one more trophy ahead. But. Oh, maybe, oh, maybe 2010 when Frank Lampard's go skull. Yeah, that's true. Oops. You know, I, there's a, there's a lot of uh, I, there's a lot of interesting things that might have turned out if uh, technology, especially in sports, have uh, had revolutionized a little earlier. Uh, 2002 USA Germany. Uh, oh wait, was that a handball? Or is my <laughs> or is my brain confusing me? Yeah, I mean, imagine if. Imagine just last year. I mean, I know the rule was changed because of this play, and I'm switching up sports a little bit, but imagine if you could challenge pass interferences. Uh, I bet Sean Payton would uh, have something to say about that. I'm sure he would be a bit, pretty big proponent on going back in time for that one. But, you know, it's uh, – yeah, speak, speaking of NFL, by the way, it's, it's Turkey Day tomorrow. We've got uh, two – instead of three, unfortunately. We, we lost a game on the slate, but uh, – Still got two football games tomorrow. What do you, what do you, what, do you, what are some uh, talking points you like in tomorrow's games? Well, uh, I've got a feeling this first game could be instead of the appetizer, maybe the main entree. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but the Sean Watson's been unbelievable. Since I have him in one of my fantasy leagues. I've seen. But yeah, I mean, no, he's he's an incredible quarterback. It, Three and seven is a little unjust for the amount of uh, talent that they've got at the quarterback position. You, you, you typically see teams with uh, the teams with the with the top quarterbacks in the league. Their record typically shows that. I mean, Kansas City, Pittsburgh got Ben Roethlisberger, who's having who's stayed healthy. Most importantly, Russell Wilson uh, in Seattle. Exactly, you know, but um, the Texans' record doesn't quite show that. I know they've had a lot of injuries this year, but. Um, They've Maybe. got the Lions, the, 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 the standard Thanksgiving Day team, along with the Cowboys. And it's definitely a winnable game for 
Houston, um, Detroit's got Kenny Galladay out, I know. That hurts them. That's going to hurt Matt Stafford, I think, a little bit. But um, I, th- I think it's definitely going to be an exciting football game. It's, it, I think they're two pretty even-strength teams, and uh, I'm excited to see what happens for sure. I think DeAndre Swift's availability could impact the game because uh, Houston's run defense is, well, very suspect. Yes, indeed. And DeAndre uh, Swift brings the not just a running ability, but his pass-catching ability. Absolutely. It's a nice bailout option for Matthew Stafford, if, uh, especially, especially with Kenny Galladay out. If uh, Swift does play, I mean, that, that could definitely help Matt Stafford at least be able to have a check down, a, a high-quality, solid check down option. And uh, that, that very well could make a huge impact on the game. That's a great point. What do you like in the uh, Washington Dallas game? Speaking of check downs, I mean, everybody's saying Alex Smith's check down. All I've seen from him is more like the Alex Smith, maybe not in Kansas City, but early years in San Francisco. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't help that they got a talented little back in Antonio Gibson helping them out this year. Um, you know, they're still, again, three and seven record. It, it, we got. Boy, four four win uh, or w- losing record teams on the Thursday night uh, on the Turkey Day games, but uh, and yet the winner, yet the winner of them all, and Arlington's going to lead the NFC East. Oh my goodness! I mean, we talked about that on, on some previous podcasts, but that's got to be one of the worst divisions in football I've seen in a long time. I mean, everyone everyone used to hate on the AFC East because it was the uh, Patriots and then nothing, but I mean, I. Now, NFC East is definitely the NFC least, like you said. I'm glad we could switch conferences on that one, get it out of the AFC. But, um, you know, a, a, a th- two, three, and seven teams going at it, they've got a lot to play for. I mean, they, especially they've got the division. They're still in the midst of the division. It's crazy. I mean, I, I think, you know, you said the, the Texans-Lions game could be the, the main course. I, I love those division rival games. I love those, I love those in-division in and we got prime time, holiday game. I think the players are going to show up uh, for that game. So I, I'm excited to see it. Well, speaking of prime time, there would have been a third, not just prime time, but hated divisional game. Oh, yeah. The Baltimore and Pittsburgh will not be happening. It will be, just not tomorrow. But, well, uh, yeah, hopefully. That, right. Uh, it is they did they reschedule it for Sunday at one fifteen? I think I saw. Uh, thereabouts, but. We'll see if that game actually takes place. Right. Yeah, that's unfortunate because, I mean, you, you've got the the two uh, winning – or I, gosh, I keep saying winning – losing record teams playing first. It would have been nice to have a nice little nightcap of some uh, AFC North division rivalries between some two, let's just say, better teams this year. But uh, I still think it's going to – I hope the game plays on Sunday. If it is, I, th- I think – it's going to be one of the better ones of the weekend. It's um, well, we can talk about that a little bit later. But. Yeah, I personally, I mean, depending on what happens, I, I still think Pittsburgh probably wins the game because Steelers are playing well. I mean, as my Jacks found out, Pittsburgh's pass rush and defense torment anybody, whether you're a rookie or a fifteen-year vet. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Mika Fitzpatrick has been having a great year. He's shown that although they did give up a first-round pick to Miami, he uh, 
think he's getting their money's worth for him. They, uh, he's just a ball hawk at that safety position. And, I mean, and he'll play anywhere for, for Pittsburgh, which is one of the problems he had in Miami where they, he was upset that they couldn't find a spot for him. But now he likes that he's being moved around the defense. So, you know, might have just been an Adam Gase effect on that end. But, um, I, I, you know, it's hard to pick against Pittsburgh. I mean, they're undefeated. They're having as good of a season as they possibly could be. You know, I, as, as a Dolphins fan, you know, I'm, I'm, ho- I'm hoping for Baltimore. It, and, I mean, I think, you know, Lamar Jackson hasn't had the, the number two fantasy quarterback season that everyone drafted him as and hoped he would be this year. But um, he's still Lamar Jackson. He's a talented football player. And uh, Baltimore's they're, they're, I think they've got a chance. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say I, I think they're gonna win the game, but I think, it, I think it's gonna be an entertaining football game for sure. Do you realize who Baltimore's put on IO and on the COVID list? That's like half their roster. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Ronnie Stanley done. Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins on the COVID list. Calais Campbell, COVID list. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's not looking pretty, but that's why they push back the game, right? I, I don't know. I, if they're all if they're all out, then I don't I don't even know if they have enough. If they've got fifty three players they can field, but I guess that's time will tell on that one. Okay, so this concludes part one of our conversation. Part two will be released in a few days.